Okay, we're rolling. Finally. Yes. I pressed it the first time, it didn't roll. Oh, okay. So now we're rolling. I don't know why you clicked it twice. Like, yeah. Mm. You know, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Um, welcome on in, guys, to the FS Podcast, also known as the Fancy Sports Podcast. Woo-hoo! Yay! We're all happy! Way to sound happy. I could really feel the emotion there. Yes! I am so happy right now. Um, <laughs> anyways, so... If you guys are new to the show, uh, me and Jagger are not professionals at this fantasy sports podcast. Oh, wait, no, 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 fantasy football. What I mean, what I mean, like not professional. I mean, like we don't go by analytics. Other analytics. Yes, we talk about stats and all that, but we're not, we're not focused. Like all, all, all of our attention aren't focused on that. We're just here to have fun, give you guys great fantasy advice, and just entertain you guys. You know. Uh, but we're going into week eight. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of trading deadline ends in the next three weeks. It's crazy. It is crazy. I know, right? Uh, I am still undefeated going into week eight. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see how that plays out during the playoffs. Try not to be last place. (laughs) Yeah. All you got to do is make it. If you're playing in a 12-man league, you just got to make it to that spot six and you're in. You know, Uh, 10-man, I think it's like, what, five? Or is it still six? It's still six. It's still six. Yeah. So just make it to that six spot and you're still into the playoffs and you got a chance to make it. Um, But, yeah, again... I know I've been talking about this for the past four episodes, but if you are, like, if you, how do I? Take your time now. Thank you very much. If you guys are new to the show, this happens every episode, so get used to it, okay? uh, One of the highlights of the episodes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, anyway, so if you are, like, on a losing streak or you need a win, that's, like I said in the last couple episodes, you need to trade your star player and get some packages, okay? You need players to win you can't just stick with somebody all year and just keep losing and losing you don't want to trade them well you can well you can nothing's stopping you i guess but what was the fun of that you know what i mean well you could just trade them away get some good players in the package deal help start winning make it to the to the spot in week six so you, i mean in, in place six so you can make it to the playoffs um but yeah a lot has happened though in the last eight weeks in fantasy football mm. a lot and we got a lot of news mostly injury news and of course we had some uh trades happen while we were gone yep um so i guess we're gonna jackie have anything you want to say before we get into the news um not that i can think of off the top of my head now top of your head huh yeah you know that i can think of right now what about moment. your feet you got anything from your feet no nope. bottom of your feet nothing there's nothing. They're just my feet. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Going into the news. Um, yeah, you want to start off with the biggest news so far? That depends. Uh, which one do you feel like is the biggest news? I mean, do you the want to start off with the trade? Do you want to start off with the biggest news first and then going down like the list over here? We can, I guess. Um, um, so uh, like we. I, said, though, I think it kind of depends because we had two kind of big trades. Yeah. Let's do the one that happened recently, like right after we recorded it happened the day after, um, on Thursday night during the Cardinals and Saints game. Uh, so, the Christian McCaffrey uh, from the Panthers, CMC, got traded over to the 49ers while the Saints and Cardinals games were going on. Cardinal game was going on. And that was a big, big shocker. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we obviously knew before, like, like news came out saying the Panthers were going to trade people to – you know, reamp their team to rebuild. So we already knew there was going to be trades happen. But we didn't think that was going to happen just like that, you know, especially a big player like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it's a big, big trade, too. 
They traded a lot of picks for McCaffrey. Yeah. And I, and I think they got a good package deal, you know. If like I said, if they were going, if their goal was to rebuild, they definitely got what they needed, you know, mm-hmm. some picks and all that. Um, w- one thing though, um, the one thing that hurts in fantasy is um those Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, those those owners are gone. Debo Samuel also because Debo Samuel was known for his running game. And San Francisco. Now they got Christian McCaffrey over there, so they're just gonna split carries. Um, if anything, though, like I would rather have Christian McCaffrey than all of the other players that were affected. You know. Yeah. Like I rather have Christian McCaffrey over Debo, and then of course Christian McCaffrey over Mitchell and Jeff. Yeah, I think obviously the hard thing is you can't you couldn't have predicted that. No, no. I mean the Christian McCaffrey owner couldn't have predicted that. Okay, he's or even going to like the Debo Samuel owner couldn't ex- expected you know, that. You drafted Debo, you're like, all right, cool, solid, consistent player, you know. He got Christian McCaffrey over there taking some of his carries, even though he's a wide receiver. Yeah. And then of course you can't ex- you can't expect Elijah Mitchell owners. So. No, I think if anything, Elijah Mitchell's getting dropped a yeah. lot. Yeah, I think so. I don't think there's really that much to hold on to him. Uh. Uh-uh. You could probably like hold on to him and then get like a good game and trade him away, but I don't think even that's then gonna... I think it'd be hard to get a good game. Yeah, so uh, especially with the tread line, uh, tread deadline approaching trade, very trade soon. Deadline. What did I say? Tread deadline. Did I say tread? Yep. You know, like you tread. Through I, snow. I was thinking like dreads, like DeAndre Hopkins dreads. Ah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of DeAndre Hopkins, nice he returned like uh, Thursday night with the Cardinals and PPR. He got 18 points. This guy was targeted. A lot by yeah, uh, fantasy manager savior. You know what I mean? Like those people are just holding him in the back and they're just waiting for him. He finally, I think that's emerges. Yeah, every owner that had D Hop when he finally emerges, we're so happy because you know he gave you eighteen points in full PPR. He gave you what you wanted. You know what he what his name is there for. Mm-hmm. And um, I gotta say though, if you or able to targets. Yeah, fourteen targets. Ten if you were a hundred three yards. If you were able to acquire him in the trade in like week one or week two and just stash him, it it worked out for the best for you. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh crazy for sure. And uh I don't know why. I saw a bunch of memes going around about Hopkins owners and it seems like a lot of those are teams who are struggling right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, it look good though. I mean, yeah, he's definitely a high valuable player now. He is. So, if and he's always been. Those. He's always been. But this, like the last couple of weeks when he was suspended, you know, there was a chance you could get him, but mm-hmm. we're very low because it's, I it's think said it anyway. D Hop is one of those receivers that makes the quarterback good. Yeah, because he's been through so many in Texas, in Houston, and now he jumped over here to Arizona. Yeah. It, so. I mean, to be fair, it was the Saints, but they finally won a game at home. Yeah. Beat the Saints, and then Kyler Murray looked good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's just weird how you think, like, one one player can just change the whole yeah. team like that, you know? He comes back, and it's like a whole different team. Mm-hmm. Going from a struggling offense, just struggling to get off the ground, to that. Yeah. So, all so right. we talk about the other trade, I guess? Yeah. That being, or I guess before the trade, I guess kind of what prompted the trade. That being Brees Hall. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you mean. I, I was like, wait, Brees Hall got traded? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and the Jets were going, I think it was the Broncos. Um, With the Jets versus Broncos, I believe, yeah, were Brees Hall. So. Yeah, Jets, Brees, uh, the Jets versus the Broncos game, Brees Hall unfortunately got injured. I believe it was like towards the end of the second quarter. Before the half and Not before ripping four carries for seventy five yards, and yeah. Touchdown, but um, but unfortunately, it was a big hit for those Brees Hall owners. Uh, Brees Hall did tore did tear his ACL and is out for the rest of the season. I guess they at first thought it was just you know like a little hamstring because he just kind of just limped off the field. I don't know if yeah. you saw the video. You, know, you see an ACL injury, it's usually they're on the ground. They're yeah, not like they're out. in pain. He kind of just limped off the field. He looked mm-hmm. he looked like. I mean, he looked like he was going to be out for, like, two to three games with, like, yeah. a sprain or something, and then he just comes out saying X-rays confirm an ACL tear. That's huge because Brees Hall, I think, going into that game in full PPR was the number six running back on the season. Yeah. That is insane. A big hit like that. And, like, I know I don't like to talk about, you know, what you gain from injury. You know what I mean? Like, it makes me feel weird, you know? But, yeah. look. I guess w- that's before this- you get your piece, that's – uh what a lot of people do in fantasy. Yeah. Like I saw this one. Uh, I think it was a TikTok earlier this week. And uh, it was kind of making fun of fantasy football players because they're all like, all right, well, I play against this guy. All right, so I go up against Dak. I just need to hope that Dak breaks his leg for <laughs> showing up to the game. Yeah. And it's I, like, yeah. That's fantasy, right? You're just is. cold-blooded, right? Um, and in reality, you shouldn't yeah. really hope that that happens. But it just how it's just the mindset of fantasy. Well, I'm you know? down by forty, so like, I, just I really don't sure. wish any injury on any player. No, you hopefully shouldn't. But then if it does happen, guess what? I'm benefited from it. You know what I mean? <laughs> or I could just get you know my head thrown in the ground or something. Yeah, just stomped. Um. So speaking of that benefit, the Jets went ahead and acquired James Robinson. Yeah. From the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, the backfield for the Jets are going to be James Robertson and Michael Carter. A lot of people were thinking it was just going to be a sole Michael Carter show. Yeah, because it was. Because cause when he got injured on Sunday, they they traded him, I believe, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, like, that Monday gap, they're like, oh, it's a Michael Carter show. And all the Michael Carter owners are like, oh, boy. Yeah. and then Here bef- we go. Before waivers hit, they're like, all right, let's go get James Robinson. Yeah. So... Like I said, it benefits two sides. First of all, James Robinson can get more carries now. I feel like he's going to get more work here yeah. than he did in Jacksonville. And now, back in Jacksonville, oh boy, it is a Travis Etienne show. If you have him, he is the number one running back, and he is a full work. And it's so, it's so funny to call him the full workhorse. Mm-hmm. Because have you seen the size of this dude? Yeah, <laughs> he's like tiny. You know he what is. I mean? Like. He's probably as tall as us, uh-huh. and he's a full workload at the backfield for the Jaguars. And, like, prior, like, because, like, if I look it up right now, because we are Mr. Preferred, right? Oh, yes. Travis Etienne in week uh, seven against the Giants had a total of 18 points in a full PPR, almost hit 19. Yep. Um, and that was with 80% of the snaps. So yeah. So he was out there almost the whole game. He had 14 rushing attempts for 114 yards, one touchdown, and he even had five targets, and he got one reception, but he got targeted five times, and that was with James Robinson on the field. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even traded yet. So, going into uh, week eight, Travis Etienne, man, if you acquired him, I mean, because when he— Probably drafted him. 
if you look at it though, a lot he was traded a lot the first couple of weeks because in week one through uh, four, he didn't even reach double digits. Yeah. So um, yeah, if you bought him low, man, you benefited a lot from that. That's why I say I hate to say that, but because of Brees Hall, mm-hmm. it, this whole thing, just chain reaction, just happened. It is. I mean, I mean, so there isn't like really too much to say about the Jaguars backfield. I, just, I still think it's crazy that you go back a year. And a year and the year before that, James Robinson was the clear-cut, no-contest back for Jacksonville. Yeah. You know? And he looked great. And then this year rolls around, Travis Etienne, who was with the team, now just, boom. Yeah. (laughs) Sit down, James Robinson. It's just crazy, you know? And, like, it's weird, too, because... Now you got to gamble because I don't know. Maybe you're different. But me personally, like, I got to gamble on, like, I don't own James Robinson or Michael Carter. Mm-hmm. But, like, those owners, for me, I feel like they're going to have to gamble on which one's going to be the starting running back. Yeah. Unless unless you think James Robinson's going to be the I'm clear cut. I'm pretty sure James Robinson is. If you're going off a depth chart alone, which I know is stupid, Yeah. Um, James Robinson is right now in the first because, like, the Just, past two years, he's been in the top ten running backs in fantasy. Or at least sneaking up on it. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. So would you rather have James Robinson I over Michael? I would rather have James Robinson. I was thinking the same thing, too. I can see, honestly, James Robinson filling the void that Brees Hall left. Yeah. And Michael Carter just doing what Michael Carter does. And I, there were like rumors, or not even rumors, there just things going around. A bunch of reports, which always happens during a trade like this. Yep. Like they were all going to split carries with, um, you know, James Robinson, Michael Carter, and Ty they Johnson. Might for like the first week or yeah. two, you know. But it might, obviously, there's going to be one clear cut, you know, running yeah. back. I feel like that's going to be James Robinson. And I know Michael Carter, everyone who's might not want to hear it. <laughs> um, me, myself, I did pick up James Robinson on the waivers this week. Yeah. Um, That's why you keep that fab money, you know what I mean? And I probably won't pick up anyone else this year because (laughs) I dumped 50 smackaroos on James Robinson. And the next closest was $8. And that was smart, though, you know? It was. It's like, of course, I'm pretty sure. in my head, you know, I'm like, oh, James Robinson. A lot of people are going to go for him. A lot of people are going to go for him, you know? And they're still. I'm not pretty sure a lot of people did in other leagues. Yeah. And I guess in our league, right? I don't know. I, I can't think of any other word. I guess I'm like. Yeah, we still got some high rollers in here, you know. <laughs> still got some rich men with some coin to spend, you know. So I'm like, all right, I'm going dra- to drop a fat little coin. And I did. I wish I would have dropped lower. <laughs> but, you know, I will say that's why I like the fab setup. Yeah. Because it's like, with waivers, it's just like, oh, well, I have the first waiver, so I win. Yeah, like I already know who's going to get them. But fab, it's like, ooh. Who else could be out here? Yeah, you know, who else is putting money on this guy? There's no worse feeling than someone who beats you by, like, $1. <laughs> it's like the price is right. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, going back to James Robinson, by the way, I guess I should mention this. If you are new, welcome to the FS Podcast. I guess we haven't been getting off topic a lot lately. Well, I mean, this is big news. So, I mean, so I mean, I don't really call this off topic because mm-hmm. – I'm pretty sure people want to know our our input on like Christian McCaffrey yeah. trade and now the James Robinson. I feel like there's more trade. you got to look into with the James Robinson. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is the clear cut back. Yeah, like yeah. I'll, I mean, all there is to it is Christian McCaffrey owners. You're gonna be okay. 
you might honestly be better. Yeah, and Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, all Debo Samuels are hurt. When yeah. you switch over what about to George the, Kittle, I don't. I think just George He'll Kittle be would be fine. Would be fine. Yeah. Jimmy G, if Jimmy G is playing, he's fine. You know, I'm pretty sure he will. Yeah, and like the thing is too, like like I said, when you switch over to this trade, that's that's different because now you got you got three players involved. You got Michael Carter, Travis Etienne, and James Robinson. Mm-hmm. You know, that are all affected, positive yeah. or negative. You know. And like we said, Travis Etienne owners, you're firing. I you're, you're I think f- he's a week to week start now. Oh yeah, I 100 percent. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, the next few weeks he goes up against Denver, Las Vegas, and Kansas City. Oh, unfortunately, yes, 100. percent Look, I know all defense are not that great. Yeah, Broncos might be a little bit different. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and then James Robinson. I will say this: I feel like you could, if you can afford it. You should temper your expectations. Probably bench James Robinson and Michael Carter this week. See yeah. what they get you. I wouldn't like, like I said, like you said, if you can afford it, go ahead and bench him because you don't want to throw him in that lineup yet. Because we don't know. We don't know yet because we don't know if they're going to split carries. Give it to Michael Carter fully or give it to James Carter. I mean James Robinson mm-hmm. fully. Or we don't know it's going to be like some uh, split backfield, kind of like Pollard and Zeke, or Herbert and Montgomery. Yeah, something yeah. like that. We don't know how they're going to split it. Yeah. But I think that's kind of the biggest news. Yeah. And like I said, the injuries. Ooh, Brees Hall being injured. Yeah. Out for the season. I uh, I hate to say it. It seems, and I hope we break this trend. But so far with Javante Williams going out. Yeah. You know, and then Travis Etienne. I know Etienne's not a rookie, but still. Yeah. He's got to be kind careful. of, I guess, his first big break. Yeah. Or not Etienne, sorry. Brees Hall. Brees Hall, rookie year, a lot of hype. You probably got him for a decent little pick. Yeah, you probably did. Lower lower kind of picks. I mean, so far the running backs that have been injured, like that were the number one, Yeah, were uh, Brees Hall, of course, unfortunately, Javante Williams, mm-hmm. and even Rashad Penny. Yeah. All tore ACLs. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, any final thoughts on this trade before I move on to some news? Because mm. we, like I said, we talked about Travis Etienne clear cut number one yep. week to week. We talked about James Robinson and 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 um, Michael Carter to bench him this week. Yeah, if just, you can afford it, if you can afford it, just to see how they're going to be utilized in the in this game. Mm-hmm. And the Jets' offense is different now this year. So yeah. I mean, who knows? It's actually, good. It actually, yeah, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, it is pretty good. It's pretty decent. Yep. But, no, I don't think there's anything else I can think. Oh, before we move on, speaking of New York, bro, did you see the power rankings going into week eight? Um, Yeah, the the New York teams are – Like the stunning. top ten, you know, yeah. like Giants are like in the top five. I think there are think number five. just a testament to the coach yeah. over there. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Remember the Giants, I think, last year, what, had a losing season. And now you're telling me they're a top ten team? Yeah. Like, no one would have ever guessed that. it. No. Same with the Jets. The Jets were almost dead last. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, you want me to go into the news? Yeah. Just kind of go off the list. Or, I guess, kind of sticking with the uh, trades. I don't think we talked about Debo with his little hammy. No, yeah. So, uh, the 49ers, Debo Samuel, wide receiver. Uh, did not practice today due to a hamster injury. He is questionable going into the week eight. I think he may be a game time decision, or he might be one of those decisions the night before. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I don't know. This might start into another rant. I saw this. I think 
couple days ago that the Broncos placed Mike Boone on IR and signed Marlon Mack mm-hmm. off the practice squad. We were saying, or I guess not even us, the Broncos themselves were even saying that Melvin Gordon is the clear cut. Clear cut. Are we sure about that? I I, I think last week's performance doesn't. Seem yeah, like um, it. you know what? I'm 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 gonna stick with it. Honestly, yeah, I'm just gonna stick with uh, Melvin Gordon. Um, honestly, I don't think I would start him. No, I feel I like think, this is another bench week. Yeah, another bench week just to see how he's gonna be utilized. Yep. Uh, but I honestly, personally, for me, I would stick with Melvin Gordon because we've seen Marlon Mack in the past. I mean, he went from the Rams to the Colts. Yeah. Now he's over here, so I don't know. Yeah, and you still got Latavius Murray, I believe. Yeah, and he's 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 fitting in like right now. Marvin Marlon Mack is like fitting in with the role of like Latavius Murray, you know, because Latavius Murray has been he's always finding a team to play on each year. It don't matter who it is. Marlon Mack might be doing the same thing now. So uh, I think I want to hit on this one because we both had a lot of hype for him going into the season, and you personally own him. I want to hit on the Amoner St. Brown going down early yeah. in the game over the weekend, mainly because you picked him up in our draft. Well, people were saying that Well, when it happened, the initial report was he had a concussion. Yep. And then news report came out saying that it wasn't a concussion, but due to new protocols in the NFL, due to the you know Tua incident, yeah. um, they didn't put him back in the game. Which makes sense. Like I said, if you take better a new standard, better safe than sorry. Yes, I was upset. I'm pretty sure every fancy owner was upset. Personally, me wasn't afterwards because I did own Josh Jacobs. Anyways, <laughs> um, but I wouldn't be too worried about him. I mean, it, it wasn't a concussion. He was just injured. And like I said, due to protocols, mm-hmm. you know, he, he couldn't return to the game. Obviously, you're starting Amani St. Brown still week to week when he comes back. Yep. And I'm not worried about him. I think he just right now, the, like the, the past like four or five weeks right now for Amani St. Brown, it is weird because I've been seeing on, on reports for fantasy that he's a buy low candidate. And, uh, really? Yes. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get he's a buy low candidate, but you're still going to pay a lot. He's the number one receiver in a top 10 offense. Yeah, and I think people are just saying that just because um, they're just throwing – why was he was in there? You know, like oh, this guy had a bad week for the past couple. You know, yeah. St. Brown. I mean, yes, I guess on on book on paper, he's a buy low candidate. Yeah, but, then, but like when you think about it, like the mentality, he's really not a buy low candidate. Yeah. You know, like ain't no way I'm gonna be trading away Amani St. Brown for Jerry Judy. Like what? No, no you know. And like I said, that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up because we've had a lot of hype prior to the end of last season yeah. from under St. Brown. And it showed a lot in the first yeah. couple of weeks. It has. And if you're a Monty St. Brown owner like me, don't be worried. Don't no. Just hold on to him. Yeah. He'll be fine. Like I said, he, he, he went down, was in a concussion. He's fine. He just couldn't go into protocols. Like you said, better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't worry too much. Or wouldn't even worry at all with St. No. Brown. Or better yet, I guess kind of moving on. You got anything else to... Add or not? <laughs> no, I don't no. have any. I, I kind of want to touch on the Colts, mainly because uh, going back to last episode, we had Matt Ryan as our agreed-upon start of the week. Yeah, and it's weird because I started to cut in, but it's weird because the Colts finally had the whole offense back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Jonathan Taylor finally started. Heans, Michael Pittman. Hines finally came back. Michael Pittman came back like two weeks ago. Yeah. Matt Ryan was always a QB. So, like, the week one to two players are all in. 
And you think it's going to be a smash game. You think it's going to be a great game. And it was. First and foremost, Jonathan Taylor got you 15 points. So you're not too worried now about his injury or how he was going to do. say it. Those looking out for him, that ship has probably sailed. Yeah. So he's back to being, so far, back to being a normal Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. But, you know, Matt Ryan, on the other hand. Coming off of a, I believe, 27-point game yeah. the week prior. I, me, I am worried about this because mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to utilize Michael Pittman Jr. owners. Yeah, because they are starting selling, uh, Sam Ellinger against the Commanders this week. Because Alec Pierce was looking good, you know? He was. He was looking great. So, like, uh, yes, I know, uh, yes, I know Michael Pittman Jr. is wide receiver number one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the quarterback quarterback is gonna quarterback, the quarterback is gonna utilize him as much. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're starting him this week. Yeah. If you have and him, obviously you're starting Jonathan Taylor. And obviously you started Jonathan Taylor, but I would just be worried mostly on the Michael Pittman Jr. side because the quarterback because they benched him. Even- you know what's funny though? They did the whole like the news came out saying like, oh, we're gonna bench Matt Ryan and yeah. start. Uh, What's his name? Sam Ellinger. Ellinger. They're like, oh, Matt Ryan's not doing so well. And then, like, what? I think, like, a couple hours later, like, oh, they're not starting him because he has an injury. No, it's not. You guys are just saying. Just, uh, <clears throat> he's he's injured. Just say you're injured. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> just say you're injured. But I just wanted to bring that up because yeah. uh, that was a pretty good start of the week we had. Yeah. Oh. Um. So, any thoughts on that before I go into, like, just down the list on the news yeah. here? Or one more I really want to kind of hit on mm-hmm. uh, is David Njoku, who's had a phenomenal, and I'm happy because he's finally performing in fantasy. Yeah. After all these years sticking out with the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he went down, was it? I think it was, week? Yeah. Because I believe prior to this game, he was, uh, give me a second, I believe he was really performing as far as uh, tight ends go. Yeah, he's just saying that he suffered the high ankle sprain, of course, and that he it won't require surgery, but is expected to miss two to five weeks. Yeah. And that's horrible for players, for owners that have him that are looking forward to the playoffs. Because... Yeah. Two to five weeks. That's like the playoff bound right there that you, you need to win. That two weeks. Yeah, you better win. You know, like you better. Uh, you just gotta, you know, pray, cover your eyes, do something. Because prior to him getting hurt, he was the number four ranked tight end in full PPR. And you remember, we were able to use him as uh, start of the week. Mm-hmm. We were able to, but then like after week four, like okay, we can't use this guy no more. He's like a week to week starter at tight end I now. How? Uh, the, I'm blanking on his name. The Seattle quarterback. Oh, Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Yeah. You know he was popping off for a while, and we're like, okay, we can't really use him. Yeah. Know? But man, that that's a big that's it a big. Is. So they are talking about next in line is going to be Harrison Bryant at tight end. I don't know. I think I don't know either. I, I think they're just going to utilize Amari Cooper a lot more. Honestly, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones as well. Yeah, and give it to uh, Nick Chubb, of course. Because I mean. The stat line, which I know we said earlier, we don't go into stats, but I got to point out that David Njoku, yeah. how many times this man is targeted in a game. It's insane. He's putting up wide receiver level of targets, you know? Like, his top game, Pittsburgh, 10 targets, caught nine of them. 
Atlanta, seven. And he's after that, he's averaging anywhere from seven to six targets mm-hmm. and catching almost all of them, which is crazy. Um, it, It's weird, too, because, like, no one thought Joku was going to be, like, in the tight end window No, because you year. go and look, and then Joku's struggled. Yeah. Most of his career. It wasn't until, I guess, kind of last year he started making a little divot and placing 23 in full PPR. Yeah. But prior to that, I mean, look, 48, 86, 25, you know. Eh. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's definitely a better tight end than, you know, Kyle Pitts. Man. I think anybody you No, know, I feel like we'll have a moment about him. <laughs> he'll, have, he'll have his moment of spotlight, and I will let it out. Okay. But I want to get through news. Um, so speaking of news, uh, we had a little uh, thing going on against the Bears and, and Patriots on Monday night with the QB situation with the Patriots. Uh, there was a little commotion going on. Mac Jones wasn't doing great at all. Sorry, I don't know. Bears defense just destroyed him. Yeah. So there were reports coming out saying that Mac Jones were going to be benched this week going to week eight. But news reports came out about like uh, to this episode recording six hours ago. That Mac Jones was starting week eight mm-hmm. against the Jets. And look, Mac Jones, you got to be careful, man. The Jets are, are, are a really good team. So uh, <laughs> Look at it. Man, they embarrassed Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so. Yeah. Then Poor again, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has been struggling anyway this year. Yeah, so. I feel bad for Aaron, for the veteran quarterback owners, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Thank you. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, you know, even though you didn't draft Tom Brady. No. You will look. You did spend a lot of fab on I him, did. a decent amount of fab for him. You know, I didn't drop a whole uh, James Robinson on him. No, but a, a decent amount. You know, yeah. and it look, and it was, and it was like at the time, like it was, it was good. Logical. It was logical. It didn't look bad. It like it was decent. You know, now it's delivering. Just, you know, twenty five. Like that week 20. after he got you like what twenty five points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked good, and then I don't and know. Now, <laughs> Yeah. There's a reason I'm three and four. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um, so I guess any other big news, because like I said, I kind of wanted to highlight yeah. Kyle Pitts mainly. Uh, I think that's really it. We got Mike Boone. Oh, yes. My bad. Um, so unfortunately, Mike Williams from the uh, Los Angeles Chargers uh, sprained his ankle in, in, this, uh, in week seven and will miss a minimum of four weeks. So, yeah. and Keenan Allen is questionable at the moment. He probably won't even play again going into week nine. I'm uh, going to week mm-hmm. eight. My bad. So, Joshua Palmer owners. Yeah. Look forward to that. You know, and Jared Everett owners. Look forward to that. But, yeah, Chargers. Unfortunately, Mike Williams. I mean, that's sad. I mean, missing four, missing a minimum of four weeks. So, uh, that that's a big hit, too, for uh, owners that have him. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I think I hit all the big news. Besides, like, the Bucks rolled out, Russell Gage. Uh, started rolling out a lot of people this week. Yeah, and Julio Jones, Cameron Brake going into week eight. Uh, it says uh, Zeke is questionable at the moment. He didn't practice today. Mm-hmm. And, I don't think you should worry. I think you're fine. Yeah, and then Michael Thomas and Landry did not practice today. But, you know... Um, his status, Michael Thomas's status from out changed to questionable on sleeper, so mm-hmm. he, he may be trending to playing. 
Uh, James Winston is healthy, but Dalton is the starter regardless. <laughs> yeah. In the New Orleans uh, side of the ball. And that's, I think that's all the news we got. Okay. Uh, but over here, I mean, Russell Wilson will probably start in week eight. There was things uh, going around saying he won't do the injury, but it looks like he will be trending towards playing week eight. Russell Wilson. So, Russell Wilson owners, be happy. <laughs> can you? Uh, no, I was just playing with you guys. I mean, I feel, he's on your bench. I feel bad. I, I mean, I hope you didn't draft him. That's all I'm saying. Week 6, 13. Week 5, 11. What happened to Dangerous? You 9, know? 12, 17. Look good. You know, these are like the numbers that Danny Dimes should be throwing up. You know what I mean? Not 29 points that Danny Dimes dropped last week. Yeah, I mean, like, it was, it was not like a 27-point game against the Raiders. But like yep. said, that's like a Danny Dimes status where he's like 10, 12, and then has one really good game, and then uh-huh. back to 10 and 12. Wilson Wilson should be doing that. <laughs> no. So um, I think that's, like you said, all for the news, right, that yes. we kind of missed. So I wanted to highlight Kyle Pitts mainly because I've been seeing a lot of stuff going around about Kyle Pitts now, mainly being that he is probably up there for the uh, yearly contender of uh, biggest draft bust. Yeah, because last year the draft bust were Brandon Ayuk and Allen Robinson. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> now look at – Look at me now. I will say uh, I started calling him Mr. 3.9 because in full PPR, that's what he's now hit. He's hit 3.9 fantasy points like six weeks now. Yeah. Hit that one touchdown. That was it. Like yeah. in week four. I and think. now it was 10.4 points. Yeah. Like, dude. I feel bad for Kyle Pitts owners. I will say, I guess last week, I believe, they did try to hit Kyle Pitts near the goal line. Yeah, I saw that. And they I saw that. So, I saw okay, that. I get it, all right? But it's like, man, what is going on over there in Atlanta? Yeah. Marcus Mariota is the only good one. Drake London's been struggling I think tremendously. Honestly, I think Drake London is due for a good game. Yeah? But right now, yeah, he's struggling, man. He is. He is. Ooh. Can you say that about Kyle Pitts? No, 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 no. He's not due for a big game at so all. So, Way and I were talking about it prior to the he show. Was, he was due for a big game a long time ago. I mean, he got it. Ten points. I mean, like, when I had him last year. Oh, so you're still waiting. Huh? Yeah, I'm still waiting. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so happy. But the thing was, you had Kyle Pitts last year, and yeah. he still plays top five. Yeah, he did. he had yardage. Yeah, he did. He ain't got nothing this year. No. Nope. At all. He averaged, like, six points per game for me last year. Yeah. Four. Three. This, uh, yeah, not this week. He's just going down, for sure. I mean, if you guys are new to the show, uh, I am a Kyle Pitts owner. So those of you out there listening, I can feel your pain. Uh, and it's hard. Yeah. That's why I picked up Evan Ingram instead. Because <laughs> Evan Ingram's like the number 11 tight end right now. Yeah. But I think, yeah, we talked about it before the show, where, um you can't trade Kyle Pitts one on one for nothing. No, it you don't matter wa- who it is. One hundred percent, you cannot. Um, you're gonna have to if you want to get rid of him. There's two ways of doing that. The easiest way is dropping him, which getting rid of him. I hate to say it, might not benefit you the most. Yeah. The second way, which is a little bit more difficult, but it can happen. If there's a window, if you prey upon the stars, <laughs> you can crawl through that window, and that's trading away Kyle Pitts. Like Jagger said, you can't do one on one. You cannot trade no. Kyle Pitts one on one. You unless, are not gonna be able to walk through the trade unless, window and be like, "All right, 
Give me Darren Waller, I, and I'll give you Kyle. Pitts. You can't you can't trade someone that's active right now. Obviously, uh-huh. <laughs> you can trade one on one for an injured player, but uh-huh. logically, you won't do that. So you're gonna have to trade Kyle Pitts in a package, unfortunately. And unfortunately, to get rid of Kyle Pitts, you may have to get one of those star players. Like for a, sure. Like a B-list player. Because the thing is, you're giving someone Kyle Pitts. Yeah. And Kyle Pitts hasn't done anything. you got to help him out. So you got to get yeah. one of your players to help him out. Which to make I it know look is con- probably a hard truth to hear. Yeah. To make it look convincing, you know? Yeah. Be like, oh, they need a quarterback? Okay. I have this quarterback. Like for me, when I got when I traded for a quarterback, I couldn't just leave him hanging. So I gave him yeah. one of my quarterbacks, you know? Yeah. So I mean, you got those one-on-one trades are for star power for star power. That's it. Like uh, Dalvin Cook, Jamar Chase trade. Yeah. Kenneth Walker and Damian Pierce trade. Kenneth Walker's still monster this year. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like that's about all I got to say about Kyle Pitts because I feel like I've talked about him a lot on the show this season anyway. Yeah. Season. Season sounds like a episode. Show episodic show, you know what I meant. Yeah, I, this, I, no, 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 yeah, I got you. Um, but who knows? Maybe he'll shock us in the second half of the season. That's funny. Who knows? we are going into the second half, sort of. He said, "Who knows?" Yeah, who knows, Jagger? Because I don't. Yeah, nobody does. I don't even think Kyle Pitts knows. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. You know how we get Kyle Pitts back to performing how he was? How we bring back Matt Ryan? Oh, really? Hmm. You know that's never gonna happen. I'm just really scared. Man can dream. I'm I'm scared for Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah? Yeah, I really am. Wow. So, um... Well, I'd rather have Michael Pittman than Kyle Pitts. I'll let that rest. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, I'll let that rest. There's nothing to... (laughs) That's not all I got to say about that. Just wake up, you know? No way. So, if you guys uh, have been listening for the past couple episodes, we have been doing Sequel Swim for the past couple episodes for weeks. Um, this one I don't. Uh, this really not a lot. I think we got to talk about. Yeah, because you already know who's there. You know what I mean, and you already know what to expect. So if it's okay with Jagger, do you want to skip it this week? Um, I just kind of want to highlight the big ones. I think a couple of the big ones, mainly being uh, rather the stat line of Austin Eckler last week, who yeah. rushed nine times for thirty-one yards and a touchdown, but caught the ball twelve times <laughs> and got ninety-six yards and touchdown. Man had a better stat line as a receiver than he did a running back. <laughs> but still, he brought you home almost 38 points in full PPR. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean... Anyway, I want to point out... Oh, 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 yes. So you traded for Joe Burrow, I think, uh, earlier last week, right? Yeah. And uh, I just want to know how you're feeling. I feel great. I feel... 481 yards and three touchdowns. And a rushing touchdown to boot. Well, to be honest, when people are like... Like I was like thinking about it for a while, you know. I'm like, I want a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not gonna go for uh, like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. You're not getting them. Kyle Murray. I can't, yeah. you know. So I have to go with a quarterback that doesn't rush a lot, who's on a scoring defense, and I can get for a decent price. Yep. And it was worth it, you know. Yeah. I got Joe Burrow in a trade. Acquired him. Unfortunately, I did have to give up some players, and I gotta admit, it was worth the shot, you know. It was. It would, and I gotta admit, it was a good trade. Uh, I wasn't like some players and I laid train trash for them. You know what I mean? I was trading equally where it was benefiting one side and the other. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, the running back that I traded away to him benefited him also because he did. got more players for that running back. So it was a win-win situation. 
Um, now I don't have to worry about Jared Goff or Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Jared Goff, yeah. Derek Carr. It's Joe Burrow no matter what. But yes, Joe Burrow, I'm very excited to play him going into week eight. So I want to highlight another quarterback, mainly uh, Andy Dalton Oh, last gonna, week. And they're going to say somebody else. No. I think he will say him. We'll see. I don't um, But uh, Andy 27 Dalton? 27 points coming out of Andy Dalton. That's crazy. That is. I mean. Four passing touchdowns. That was, I mean, did you see the first play against that Cardinals game? I think it was like the second play. He threw it like a, I think it was like a 60, 50-yard bomb touchdown right there yeah. yeah or better yet sticking with quarterbacks how about justin fields finally having a decent outing? it's like his third week in a row having a decent outing but honestly. i feel like this one is good this one it's is actually decent, yeah it's good no no i know what you mean a 23 point game good good or i guess kind of moving wide receiver real quick uh just on this one i want to ask your opinion uh paris campbell with the colts Outshine Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce last week, dropping 23 points. He was the main target. Mm-hmm. Do you see that repeating? That was 10 targets, or 12 targets, sorry, for 70 yards and a touchdown. Caught 10 of them. You know I what? Don't. I, I, I kind of think it's a one-hit wonder. I do, too. I mean, because most players, like most players that make it to the the swim section, are one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Zay Jones, Mark Hollins, one time. Yeah, and um, I think so. I, I I'm 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 gonna I'm not gonna hop on the train or nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna let it go by. But, oh, that's cool. You know, yeah. like you know, if you somehow had Paris Campbell and started him, yeah, cool, cool for you. You were obviously thinking way outside the box than anyone else here. Yeah, should have been my start of the week. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wasn't but, even thinking about him at the start of the week. But Robinson was great. That was good. It was. Um, do you want me to – you know what? Why don't you just tell me? Tell the people what quarterback you want me to talk about. Uh, I thought you were going to bring up good old Danny Dimes. Yeah, because I played against Danny Dimes. Yes. He had the best game of the season when I played against him. That's what him. I said. when you, when you I thought you were going to bring up Danny Dimes. But – um, well, I'm glad you brought him up. Well, do I you, didn't want to talk about him. Because <laughs> you he hurt me enough. Um, give me a second. I want to get Danny Dimes and Eckler. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that that. Uh, Are you kidding me? Are you serious? So, since he doesn't want to talk about him because he got you know. Well, I got it up here, right here. A hundred or sorry, that's Kenneth Walker. My bad. Someone better. <clears throat> so, eleven passing attempts or sorry, thirty. Thirty. Uh, what? We eleven? What'd I you was get? looking at the wrong stat line. My bad. <laughs> Thirty passing attempts for two hundred two yards and a passing touchdown, and a hundred rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Rushing touchdown. Yep. And, Danny whoa. Dimes, Danny. the same man who we made fun of, I believe, two years ago for tripping at the five yard line. To be fair, he went against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Still, I mean, last week. I mean, obviously, they've been winning since week. I believe week yeah. three. They are the Jets, or not Jets, Giants. Giants. Um, and I guess in exchange for Danny Dimes popping off this week, the Saquon owners got hurt a little bit. Yeah. So You got hurt, didn't you? I did. Seven. So I, I think I think if you don't already have him already, or if he's like in our league, he's already drafted, Daniel Jones Daniel is Dimes. definitely a pickup for your team if you need a streaming quarterback. Yep. Depending on the matchup, for example, you weren't going to start him against, you know, the Ravens or the Packers or... Or even if you somehow thought starting against Chicago was a great idea, because it was. Yeah, 21. 
you just never know. Twenty one. Yeah. You know. So like I think Daniel Jones is reaching that old timer Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. That's crazy. Uh, type of player where you can start him depending on the matchup. Yeah. A little streamer. Yeah. So I, honestly, for me, if I didn't have a quarterback that I quite like Joe Burrow, I would definitely have Daniel Dimes on my on my lineup. Would you trade for Daniel Jones? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's quite reached that level. I don't think he's reached that level. If you have, if he's on the wave board, definitely pick him up. Yep. If you have the room to, if you have like Patrick Mahomes, I mean, what's the point of getting yep. Daniel Jones? He's on by this week. Unless you want to be like Jagger from a couple of years ago and just sabotage everybody and pick up all the quarterbacks. Yep. I uh, got to the playoffs with three quarterbacks on my roster. <laughs> just gonna say that. And it wasn't even a super flex league, so you no, couldn't even. It wasn't. I just I had. Two quarterbacks. You couldn't even play him on the flex position. Well, because I draft, or it was Justin Herbert I picked yeah. up too. Yeah. So it was when Justin Herbert was just popping off. He was rookie of the year that year. Because I dropped him. Remember, I, yep. I picked him up as a streamer and I let him go. And then I'm all like, hmm. <laughs> He's too good to let other people have him. Let me keep him. Because you, you had the position to do that. I did. Um, I believe I was number one or two at that point. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, not much to say about Jones. Anything else? Um... That's kind of, I guess, all the main one. Oh, real quick, actually. I want to hit on... Where did he go? I lost him. Hello? Hello? Marquise Goodwin. With Seattle. DK Metcalf went down in the yep. game. Um, a lot of people thought Tyler Lockett would get a lot of the targets. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought so, too. But, like like I said... And that, you do have to chalk it up. Marquise Goodwin caught four catches for two touchdowns. The like, news, obviously, that's going to score. The news recently that DK Metcalf or negative, x-rays were negative. Mm-hmm. He's fine, but obviously he's going to be limited. Uh, the coach doesn't want him to practice today, but he's determined to practice today. He's trending towards playing week eight, of course. But oh. I would be, if you are playing him, obviously if he is able to play, you're going to play him and he's going to line up. But I wouldn't see much of a high ceiling for him. No. Uh, obviously, I think he can give you points, but it's not going to be like a 23, 24 point. I think he's just going to have like an average game mm-hmm. where you can play him, but I wouldn't expect a high ceiling. No. But when, you, when you talk about, is it Godwin or Goodwin? Or Marquis Goodwin. Goodwin. Um, I don't think he's a pickup, honestly. I so I, because, yes, I know everyone thought it was going to be Tyler Lockett in that game. Well, it's definitely going to be Tyler Lockett now going into week eight. For sure. But... Um, I think that's kind of all the main ones that kind of really jumped out at me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know this guy's been doing great for the past couple of weeks. I just got to admit this, man. Just real quick, just a little side note. Josh Jacobs, three touchdowns, man. If you played against him, I feel so bad for you. Um, you played against him in one? Yeah. What's your team? 36 points? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, man. So three touchdowns. from the start of the season. Yes. And it's great to see. And that. if you guys are new to the show, we talked about it before. But, like, I think it was, like, week two, Jagger. I put him up on the trading block for to people to go ahead and offer me trades. And I was close to trading him. I really was. And then he had that one blow-up game. And you're like, Everyone, all right. And then I start getting more trades. I'm like, and I was like, win. yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe I could sell high on him, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? He looked good. I'm keeping him, and there I'm is no so high. <laughs> there is I'm no so glad I I held on to him. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I I think that's my bad. I think that's it for yeah. um, and of course there was quite a few disappointments this week. Oh, when is there not? There always is. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
I felt like there was a lot more disappointments from star players this week than there was surprises. Yeah. But in order of time, I really don't want to hit on a whole lot of them. Um, or I guess mainly, real quick, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Oh. Jalen Waddle finished with 13 points, and Tyreek, I believe, finished with I think uh, 14 as well. They yeah. finished pretty evenly. But I think uh, if you're going by, like, tenths of a point and all that, I think Jalen Waddle finished just barely above him. I can honestly think... Um, That's not to be worried. Don't worry about it at all. I no. think Tyreek, if you... If you are a Tyreek Hill owner, um, don't be worried about it. He's definitely going to get targets because he's a top five receiver. Jalen Waddle, two was back. Yep. So he's definitely going to get some targets because they're good old buddies, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, when you look at the at the leading players, I mean, Jamar Chase, 33, Ford, 29, uh, Aaron Jones, 28, Hardman, 28, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, 23. It just goes on and on. Angel Benjamin, the backup running back, 23 points. So, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. And and it's funny, too, because Mike Williams was like the number 20th on the year on, in week seven and got injured. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, any final thoughts on any of that before we move on? Um, Do you see one hand on some plays? I just... Sunk from you? Um, not necessarily. I Nothing, mean, I guess, to really be worried about. I mean, the only big surprise was Mark Andrews. Yeah, that was really it. Um, and again, I don't think you should be worried. You shouldn't be worried. I think he. I don't think he even got you a point. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he probably he... lost your week. But again, if you probably had Mark Andrews, yeah. you're probably in a position to not worry. He got port forty. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean. You can try to go a trade for him, but I doubt it. I'm sorry, but if you're the owner of Mark Andrews and you're willing to trade him, yeah, something's wrong, right? You don't deserve Mark Andrews. <laughs> Give him to me. No, yeah, especially if it's a tight end. It's crazy. Tight end where there's, as we've said, about a Mount Rushmore of tight ends. There's not a lot. No. Um. Anyway, so we uh, starts the week, shall Ooh. we? Shall we? Yes, we shall. Shall we? Star of the show. Star segment. Let's go. Let's go. If we had a Let's ratings start. right now. If I started a week, Jagger would be at a B and I would be in a C. Why would I be at a B? Because uh, I said so. <laughs> well, can't my monstrous one week I had like boost me up a whole letter grade? Uh, I don't know if you're I ready for Josh an Reynolds A, though. A for average? Is I that what like you want? Minus. You want an A minus? I'll give you an A. No, minus. that's like a ninety. I'll give you an A minus. Can right. I get All a right. C plus then? Yeah. Okay. Hey, we're not failing. We're not failing. No. Um. But okay. So C. And we also a haven't had those. Uh. You know. Like, oh, I think you should start Marquise Goodwin this week, and then he pops off and gets twenty three points. Like, no, we haven't had a lot of those. I think Josh Reynolds was probably the only one that did that. But. That I know. Of. I believe. I can think of anyone off the top of my head. Mm. Was there another one? I thought there was one more. It had to be a tight end. Wasn't it? Is that the one we both agreed on? Oh, Will Disley. I think Will that was Disley. Will Disley. I think he only got like 10 points that week. I thought it was 14 or 15. It might have been. Yeah. I guess stay tuned. We'll look at it at the end <laughs> of the season. Yeah. But <laughs> so I think you started yeah. last week, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll start. And then I'll guess I'll give you the option way. Do we want to do a snake draft or a traditional? 
Let's do traditional. One on one. One on one. One on one. One on one action. Let's go. Mono e mono. Mono e mono. All right. So. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm going to rip the band-aid off. All I right. feel like I always do this. Any dimes. Cool. Me no, too. No. Oh. No. Oh. Um, as we said earlier in the show, you just acquired Joe Burrow, but I'm going to have to go for someone that's on your bench, actually. I'm going with Jared Goff. Oh. Going up against Miami. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> Miami. That's what I'm saying. It's Miami. Um. Lesson, he did have a rough week last week. That was Dallas. All right, yeah. Dallas is a tough defense. It definitely is a tough defense. I think they're up there, up there in terms of rankings. Top three? Uh, I'll find it out while you talk. But, yeah, going up against Dallas defense, obviously you're going to struggle. That's like going up against Philly in the beginning of the year. Tough. I mean, but right look. Now, yeah, defense right now for Dallas is number one. Yep. Titans is. Oh, wait, no, in week seven it was number one. My bad. Yep. So, Yeah. Jared Goff, like we said, Amonor St. Brown went down. I'm pretty sure he'll be back this week. Nothing to really worry about. Otherwise, we probably would have heard something by now. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas is number one. Yep. Yeah. See? So, like I was saying, obviously, this can be rough. And I think all the Goff owners knew that. So, I hope anyway. But as I said, they have Amonor St. Brown probably coming back, most likely. But the main thing is... DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift is probably going to be coming back this week. Mm-hmm. And like I said, or not like I said, DeAndre Swift is a pretty big target. And yeah, and I Lions. and I like it, like it too, because I mean, St. Brown's being back. You know, he didn't play a full game last week. Swift finally, hopefully, returns. Yep. Can't forget about Josh Reynolds and T.J. Hawkinson either. No, uh, unfortunately, T.J. Chark is on the IR. Yep. So. But, I mean, what did he do, right? He really didn't. He had one good week against what team? Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) It was surprising. But, like I said, I could see a little streaming option here. Nothing nothing crazy. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. But that's why it's such a week. Not his Seattle 33-point game. Yeah. But a little sneaky play. Because right now the the buys for... uh, this week, I believe, is uh, the Patriots and the Bills. Am I correct? Um, and the Chiefs, I think, because Mahomes is out as well. Did I say that? I thought you said Patriots and Bills. Did I say that? My bad. Chiefs, I mean. Kansas City Chiefs, Chargers have bye weeks this week. Okay. So if you have a, if you are a obviously a Mahomes owner or a uh, Justin Herbert owner, you need a streaming quarterback. Or, never mind. Yep. Sorry. Um, obviously, uh, Jagger just named a quarterback you can stream this week. Um, that being Jared Goff. I mean, I have him rostered on my team right now, but Jared Goff is only rostered 50%. So, yeah. pretty good, sure he's good. on the waiver board for you. Good chance. Good chance of getting him. The question is who you're going to drop. <laughs> exactly, right? That's always the hard question. Yeah. And or we could just be like me last week or when yeah. I went against you and just don't have a QB. Yeah. I still beat you. Or you can, you know. Have my entire team and, like, barely average above 10 points for each player. Yeah, it's great. It's great. But, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not 100% like lock in like Jimmy G was when we had him two weeks prior. Jimmy G. Because Jimmy G's a little streamer. Yeah. He's kind of like a Kirk Cousins. I'll say that. But Jared Goff, I feel like you can at least, like I said, get some decent. Streaming points. I think so too. 
Nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. Temper your expectations. But, yeah. My quarterback. Well, I like it. I like it. I like it. So, this is kind of weird right here. It's not too weird because he's been known as a really good streaming quarterback. He's not like a big name. It's not going to be like uh, uh, Zach Wilson. You know, it's just, you're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be like, yeah, okay, yes, I understand. He's been doing good recently. Um, here's a weird thing though. This guy's QB number eleven yep. of the year, and uh, it's only rostered thirty six percent. QB eleven, thirty six percent. It's crazy, right? Yep. It's gonna be good old Marcus Mariota. Yeah, uh, from the Falcons. Um, look. They are going against the Panthers this week in week eight. Panthers are just falling apart. They got rid of – I mean, their offense, they got rid of. Defense hasn't been that great anyways. They still got P.J. Walker starting over there. Yeah, and I just talked to uh, – um, I just talked to Jagger about this before the show started. Um, right now, the Falcons are at like a 90% chance in the red zone. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, their offense is way up there in the red zone. Um, Kim Kyle Pitts ain't in that ninety percent. <laughs> no, they're at third, seventh plates right now in the red zone targets. Um, but look, I mean, when you look at the team, I mean, obviously you got good old Drake London over there. Like I said, I think he's due for a blow up game. I wouldn't worry about Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yeah. um, so I mean, Tyler, I mean Marcus Mariota, he is a running. He is a quarterback that just likes to use his legs a lot. Yeah, and I think he can do that against the Panthers. I mean, last week he got you 12 points, but that was against the Bengals. The Bengals are doing great right now. And now, I mean, they're going against the Panthers. Like I said, he's projected to give you 15 points, and I think he can do that. And I think he can. you can also expect a higher, a higher ceiling for him. Yeah. Just because he's going against the Panthers. That's it. Because the highest game th this year he's had was uh, week six against the 49ers, 24 points. Nice, nice. I mean, he... he <coughs> Sorry, I choked up there. It's just I'm so excited. <laughs> um, in week seven against the Bengals, he had 13 passing attempts, which is not bad. Kind of low. Kind of low. I mean, against the Buccaneers, he had 25. Yeah. But like I said, look at this, though. He had 13 passing attempts, but he had six rushing attempts. And prior to that week, he had 12 last week. So... I mean, if you're going against a you know, really bad, you know, Sam Donald, uh, Baker Mayfield offense over there, obviously yeah. you're going to rack some Both points. Both are missing at the moment. Yeah, obviously you're going to rack some points over there. And I think he can get you also a running touchdown this week. Huh. I'm not going to say it's going to be like a Daniel Jones freaking 56 run, fall to the ground run. You know what I mean? I think he's going to get you, know you in that. I saw the dime on the floor. I think he's going to get you like those, you know, touchdown runs at the goal line, which is only like two yeah. yards. You know, where Kyle Pitts doesn't get nothing. Yeah. You know. So, um, but I think he's a streaming quarterback for week eight. And uh, Marcus Mariota for the Falcons is my streaming. Or starts of the week. Nice. At QB. Nice. So, running back. Mm hmm. Jagger. I'm going to be staying with the Falcons. Oh, really? You're yeah. going to go with the uh, Tyler Algear? Cordell Patterson is still out. We haven't heard any news yet. Getting gear. Yeah. But look, Algear came off a Cincinnati game, 11 points. 11 pretty points. solid. Mm -hmm. 16 rushes and a touchdown. Not bad. Not bad at all. Touchdown definitely saved the week, I will admit that. <laughs> hey, you know, we'll take it. Points are points, right? Yeah, no, yeah, honestly. I mean, if you get that one touchdown... And it's in the last three seconds. That's I don't care. All you need. I don't care. Yeah. 
It could be whenever. It could be whatever. First three seconds, last three seconds, who cares? But Tyler, Mr. A, because I feel like I'm going to keep butchering his last name. Algera. Good job, boy. I'll unless give you A for effort. Unless ah, I get it. A. Unless I butchered it. You did. Dang it. <laughs> uh, like what I said, he brought up all the points about Carolina, red zone percentage, all that. Yada, yeah. yada, mumbo jumbo. Listen, I'm more confident about this one than I am with Jared Goff. I'll admit it. And uh, it definitely seems like this is about the only bright spot other than Marcus Mariota as far as the Falcons' offense. Yeah. Because... Uh, like we said, Kyle Pitts ain't doing nothing. Drake London's been struggling. And barring any surprise comeback from injury from Cordero Patterson, I feel like you could see a little valuable streaming, a little 10-12. Maybe. I think so, too. I mean, honestly, I think it's kind of cool how both of our sides of the week so far have been in the Falcons' offense. Yep. It just shows, too, like... Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> how bad Carolina is and how good... Um, the Falcons obviously can be if it's against a, war, a bad team. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think it's going to be. Hold on. I think I got you. Hold on. Ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Al Geyer. All right. We'll roll with that. There Al we go. Al Geyer. Tyler Al Geyer. Why should be actually Al G or something? Yeah. Anyways. So, I like okay, that, though. defended him more. I like that. I like it. I like it. I like it. A little, little clap. A little clap. I'll give you applause for it. Little golf clap. Little golf clap. Yeah. So, my running back. Do I need to buckle in for this one? Um, not really. This well, you might be a little bit like really where really. Wow. Wow. Because wow. this this guy is rostered up there. Up there. Up Christian there. McCaffrey. <laughs> Todd Gurley. Ah, uh, I knew he was coming back. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's rostered eighty percent. Wow. 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 His percentage start at 61, which is okay. Yeah. But the only reason why I chose him because I need someone to go off for me. I need someone to be great, you know, for my social week. We're still waiting. I'm still waiting. But this guy, good old, he's on your roster. Ah, and I know where you're going with this. He has a big old star on his on his helmet. And his uniform. And his uniform. Well, I don't think they have it on I guess they do. Tony Pollard with the Dallas Cowboys. Look, man, I mean, come on now. Zeke Elliott. Everyone thought it was going to be a Zeke Elliott show, and Tony Pollard wasn't going to show up at all due to the fact that, you know, I, you know, this is going to be a trend. If I do great on this, this is two for two. You know why? Huh. Because I went for Raheem Mostert that time you had Chase Edmonds. Yeah. And you were kind of ups- uh, like, really? He did great. Now, look, I'm helping you out. I'm saying Tony Pollard is going to wow. be great for you. The backup running back for Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott, we just talked about in the news, is questionable at the moment. He didn't practice. He didn't practice today. And the Dallas Cowboys are going against the Bears, whose so defenses, I got to say, they looked at Patriots, look, look bad. Yeah. You know? Well, so, and they did just trade away Robert Quinn. They did so. to the Eagles. Um, this guy's projected to get you 13 points in PPR, and I think he could do that for you. And I, and I think this is another high-ceiling game for Tony Pollard. If Zeke doesn't play, obviously you're going to start him. Oh, for sure. But if Zeke is playing, it's going to be split back as it's always been. But he's still he's still going to get you a good – I think he's going to get you a touchdown. There's a chance he can get you a touchdown, of course. Oh. But I think he can give you at least double digits. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, for a backup running back – um. And plus, Tony Pollard has always had a high ceiling. We saw him last yes. year, and this year definitely. I mean, his highest, his most points per game are 
game this year it's going to be week two against the Bengals. I guess everyone likes yeah. scoring against the Bengals. That was the same with, um, I think that was the same with uh, Mariota. Uh, but 19 points. Mm. Recently, mm. he's got you 7, 12, and 1.80. Yeah, baby, 1.8. Uh, I this I started him that way. <laughs> this, I think that's the week I beat you. Yeah. Uh, this week, week eight, before the bye, I think he's going to go off. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. That'd, that'd be nice. So, well, yeah, I really hope you break your streak of uh, your running backs because it seems like as of late your running backs have uh, – they've always exploded the week after. Right? It's so weird. Damian Harris was mine, yep. and that didn't happen. And then um, it was – You had Ramondre Stevens. Yeah. Who I put as start of the week the next week, and he did pop off. Popped off. And I think the same thing happened to me with um, – there was somebody else. I forgot who it was. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was one of the running backs. It wasn't Raheem Moser. I hit on that one. I'll admit mm. that. Uh, oh, it was Angel Benjamin. Oh, Angel yeah. Angel Benjamin with the Cardinals who got like four points, yep. and then next week got like 23, 24. Yep. I'm, oh, come on. Really? Yep. Really? <laughs> I see how it is. I see how it is. So now, from now on, I will be making my running back starts of the week <laughs> uh, the one way I had last week. So next week is be Tony Pollard yeah. is going to be mine. Uh, so. But he's on a bite. Well, listen. Uh, well, listen. Listen, listen. There's a possibility. Like that guy, the little kid. Linda, listen. Linda, listen. <laughs> um, go ahead. So oh, Wide receiver. We touched on this team earlier with David and Joku. I'm gonna go speed run this thing. Oh, I like this one already. Donovan Peoples Jones. He's for the people. He is, and I hope he's for you people. Oh, is that bad? I felt like that was bad. That was all right. I'll give it a. I'll give it a C. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take a C. Because mm-hmm. you can see Donovan Peoples Jones with all these points. Anyway, I'll stop. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> I'll admit it. So, like we said... I like the effort. I like the effort. Yeah, it's A for effort, right? Sort of. Ow, my bad. Go ahead. So, Donovan Peoples-Jones going up against Cincinnati. But I'm not worried about that. Get that out your head. All right? Okay. Everybody. All right? Mm-hmm. Imagine he's playing, I don't know, the Raiders. Hey. Yeah, okay, okay. Hey, that was too far. I'm heartbroken. No, I get it. No. Yeah, imagine it. Imagine yeah. it. Reason being... Uh, hello, were you here for the news section? David Njoku is out. I mean, right now the Bengals defense is ranked 25, so. Well, you know what? David Njoku ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going off of pure targets. Reason being, he's averaged between seven and five targets for the past three games. May I ask you? No. May I ask you? Why do you... Th- why do you- are you choosing Donovan Peoples Jones? Well, uh, as we can say, Jacoby Brissett has been straight hot garbage mm-hmm. as of late in terms of fantasy output. Mm-hmm. But Mari Cooper, on the other hand, has been all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he somehow that, managed yeah. to salvage something. Are you saying that because David Njoku is out? Yes, yes, wholeheartedly. That is the main reason I have Donovan. And I get it. And I get it. He was so close to being my start of the week. Yep. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh. <laughs> I was going to speed, speed on it. And he's only rostered 37%. He's rostered hey. in our league, but who knows? Maybe he's out there in your league. Yeah. If you want to take a shot, go ahead. So, uh, my wideout going into week eight. There's going to be a player that's rostered 33%. I had him for a while, then I dropped him. But he's out right now. Um, oh, my bad. That, that was my old person. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was from week two. That was from uh, last year. That was last year. Hold on, give me a second. I gotta pull the oh, stats yeah. up. Completely unprepared. I'm so. We have to talk about this after the show. Ah, unacceptable. Ah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let's talk about it after the show. All right, Rondell Robinson. So going into. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just had to throw that out there. Um, so I I gotta like redo this anticipation that I had. The build up. The build up. Thank the you. The hype. The hype train. Who doesn't want to hop on the hype train? I know I do. Um. <laughs> so I I believe he was your start of the week last week, or was it two weeks ago? I can't remember. Um. Unfortunately, um, I'm gonna take a big gamble here, and I'm gonna go with Alec Pierce. I have not had Alec Pierce. I could have swore you said Alec Pierce before. Mm-mm. Alec Pierce with the Colts. The reason why is, like, I know we talked about it earlier about, you know, the whole The reason Michael. being is I have Alec Pierce. That's probably where you got it from. Yeah, sure. Michael Pittman Jr., he, um, I'm just worried about him, honestly, and I feel like Alec Pierce is going to get having a therapy mostly. session right now? Yeah, I mean, and obviously, I don't think he, Alec Pierce played with um, the quarterback out, um, what's his name? Uh, Sam Ellinger. Ellinger yet because Matt Ryan has been playing, but last week against the Titans he got six point seventy uh points. He's only rushing sixty percent right now. And look, um they need all the wide receivers they can get for this quarterback. I mean, they're going against the Washington Commanders. The Commanders have been in the AOK, you know. They had injury on defense, but look what they did to uh, Rogers. Yeah, he's projected to get you guys at least ten points at least in full PPR. Um, obviously, there's a high ceiling if he gets that touchdown for you. Um, I I don't I was I don't have a lot of stats for him just because the quarterback change and you just yeah. don't know. This is why I say it's a gamble. It's a it's a dart throw, and I'm and I'm throw, I'm a, I'm gonna go for it. I'm going for Alec Pierce, Yay. and I'm not saying a 26 point game like Goodwin. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just hoping for like a 12 14 point game. I hope so because I dropped him. Yeah, <laughs> for Alec Pierce. So Alec Pierce for the Colts is go- is my start of week going to week eight at wide receiver. Nice, nice, nice. A little respectable action. You want to know who my my start of week was? Prior, hmm. It was Josh Palmer. Huh. he was my start of the week he a was, while ago. He was out, and but he's also on the bye week. Yeah, that is a fair point. You know, bye bye weeks are uh, <laughs> kind of hard for uh, players to get points. I hear. You know, yeah. that's just what I hear. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I just hear that. You know, it's like a little rumor on the playground at school or something. Oh yeah, it's like it's like that whispering game. Yeah, yeah, the telephone game. Oh, thank you. That's what I was looking for. Thank you yeah. very much. Here for some reason. This is why we're 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 co-hosts together. Oh yes. Yeah. So uh, tight end. I hate this. I hate this so much. Um. <sighs> I was making fun of him for the longest time. Oh, and it still just doesn't my feel gosh. Is he on your roster? No. Or, yes. Earlier today. So you picked him up. I did, yes. Don't spoil it, Leo. Okay, I won't. Um, I made fun of him, I feel like, multiple times. I made fun of people in our league who picked him up because of how inconsistent I felt he was. Yeah. But, boy, you can't <laughs> deny the matchup this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to whip out that old meme. Yes, I am. I see you laughing right now, Wea. The matchup is gold. Absolute gold. Liquid gold. Oil in the well gold. Mason Hill going up against Vegas. 
what are you trying to say about my team? Uh, the, anyone who plays against your team has a great week. No. Yes. No. It's true, and you know it. I know. <laughs> Look, the reason being, this was so... I even played against him last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it still got some fantasy points and I got I got some good points. Yes, I did. Yep, yep. But <laughs> I talked about Taysom Hill earlier this season. Reason being that uh, after his 34-point week outing against Seattle, we both felt that he could not keep it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He played against Cincinnati, got four. Well, two weeks later, here we are. Or three weeks. It's week eight, not week seven. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I kick a piece in that too. That's why yep. I got messed up at Joshua Palmer. I'm like, wait, this is week seven. I'm like, no, it's week eight. <laughs> so I'm on the same boat with you. No? All right. Oh, I only did it once. Oh, right. wow. <clears throat> Trying to make you feel better. Just, just like my tight end will have <laughs> you one good week. That's all you need. This guy, can we look at his, uh, not at his game log? Uh, I mean. Yeah, because if you look at his game log on Sleeper, it's non existent. No, no, no. The history on our league. Are you ready? Oh, on our league? Yeah, he's got a very long history. He was added from waivers on September 13th, and then he was dropped September 16th. Three days later. And then he was picked up October 11th. Almost a month later. And then dropped again on October 20th. And guess what? Picked back up today by Jagger. Yeah, buddy. That's his transaction history in our league. He is like that. Sorry, that was not going to be a PG joke. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'll it. tell you after the show. I got you. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> I'll just crank up the volume <laughs> in uh, post-editing, you know. But like I said, he's going up against Vegas. Vegas is defense is uh, pretty struggle. Some. You want me to? It's bad. It's trash. You want me to? Want me to help you out here. Yeah, help me out. The Ross, the defense is ranked number 29th right now. Ah, mm. well, it's not last. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely not last. You know, so you got that going, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, okay, man. It's okay. Yeah, so overall. But look, the, the thing about Taysom Hill, and the reason I'm putting him in a tight end, again, we play on sleeper, so they classified him last year because it used to be he was a wide receiver, running back, tight end, quarterback. You could put him wherever, you know? Yeah. A true flex. Like Cordell Patterson kind of last year. But Sleeper doubled down this year, said, nope, Taysom Hill is a strict tight end. Cordell Patterson is a strict running back, and that's where we're placing him. And look, Taysom Hill gets his points not from actually being a tight end. Huh, you fool. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. if you go off his stats, uh, he only got one catch last week for three yards and a touchdown. If that was any tight end, that'd actually be a good week. Let's be honest. Sometimes they just like put him in the game script to be like, okay, because he used to play quarterback. Yep. Let him throw the ball. Yep. Or let him rush it. Yeah. He's like the Cordell Patterson. Pretty much. Because if we go off of this year alone, uh, Taysom Hill's only caught the ball twice. Wow. I got one touchdown. I didn't even know that. See? But yet, he is the tight end six. You learn something new every day. You know what I get? Why did the Joker pick up James Winston when he's not even starting? It's Andy Dalton. Wow. I just mm. throw the shade. Oh, I'm I so sorry. ask him after the show. I, I will. I'm going to give him a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, like, I was, uh, before I was rudely interrupted by Leia. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. I know you don't want to talk about him because he goes against your Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> but, like I said, Taysom Hill does not get his points playing the tight end position. He gets his points playing that running back. Wide receiver, which I guess is kind of like tight end. 
or quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Because I believe uh, in the Seattle game, that's where he got a lot of his points was the quarterback position. Yeah. And even Arizona, I think he got a passing touchdown. He did. He did. I saw it. I was yeah. watching it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going with Taysom Hill. Yes, it is a huge, huge roll of the dice, I feel like. But I guess if you want it, if you want me to make you feel a little bit better, listen, listen. I'm listening. He's going up against Vegas. Oh. So, I don't know. Maybe that's enough to sway you. I shouldn't have listened. Damn it. <laughs> you feel bad. Well, uh, it, it's the hard truth. Okay. It's like I know that the Bears are a atrocious offense. It's like that. It's like that meme I sent or that picture I sent in the in the chat that says like um, drowning. Uh, what is it? The one with DJ Khaled. When I'm when oh I, yeah, uh, suffering from success. Yeah, suffering from success. That, that's me right now. I'm a huge Raiders fan, but my team is one in five. Oh, not one in five. One in six. Six and. Right now, I'm undefeated in my league, so... It's a trade-off, you know? It's a, yeah, I'm suffering in success. <laughs> so, I like it, I like it, I like it. So, my tight end, sorry, the week. Um, Whoa. Pause. That don't sound good. Pause. Um, This guy is... Um, I don't know if you would like him, because he's on an offense where you're like, what? There's only one guy that really does good for you on this offense. And this keeps going to be from the Broncos. Oh, I know where you're going. I know exactly where you're going. Yeah, I don't want to butcher his name. So can you help me out here? Yeah, it's old Greg boy, ain't it? Yeah, Greg. Uh, Greg Dolchich. Dolchich, thank you. Greg Dolchich from the Broncos is my starting title of the week. Again, another third throw, just because Corton Sutton is the main wide receiver, main target for Russell Wilson. And you got Russell. And Wilson. it's Russell Wilson. Right, right, right. Jerry Judy finally had a good game, but, I mean, Jerry Judy hasn't been performing well. And right now, Greg Dortch, he's a huge gamble, don't you think? He is showing signs, I guess, since he really got the start of being good. Cause yeah. First week he played was against the Chargers, got 12 points. Last week against the Jets, he got 11. And and that's the only time he's played all year. He's going against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Jacksonville, the Jaguars have been doing really well, obviously. Mm-hmm. And right now, I mean, Broncos, no one wants to talk about the Broncos, right? I don't think the Broncos fans want to talk about the Broncos. Yeah, look, 30th in passing touchdown, 32nd in touchdown, in red zone, they're 29th in red zone percentage of making the score 32nd. Yeah. Offense is 21st. I mean, yeah, no, they're not that great. But look, Jagger, what have I been saying about each tight end every time it comes to a start of the week? Uh, You you either only need a touchdown or a couple catches. That's all you need. That's all you need, (laughs) baby. Thank you. This guy got targeted, guess how many times last week? Nine times. That's a lot. Nine. That's a lot. Is a lot. And look, this is the prime example of what I was talking about. Week six against the Chargers. Target three times. But look, he had one touchdown. That's all he needed. 12 points. Week seven against the Jets. No touchdown. But targeted nine times. Yep. Got 11 points. This is what I'm talking about. You can gamble. And I'm going to gamble with, with Greg over here. Good old Greg. All right. From, isn't there a Greg from Diary of the Whippy Creek? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to call him Diary of the Whippy Kid. Diary of the Rip- Wimpy Kid. I don't know why it's so a is tongue he a twister. Wimpy kid, though? I think so. Look at him. <laughs> wow. Sorry, he's my bad. Come over. He's all like. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is the prime example of what I was talking about. You either need a one touchdown or a couple targets, and he got that the last two weeks. Yep. So I don't know what it's gonna be. 
Obviously, he's going to get targets. If not, he's getting a touchdown. What if he gets both? If he gets both, oh, I mean, I'm getting a poster of Greg, and I'm going to be like, this is my start of the week. That's the only thing that, that hit for me all year. Yeah, it's going to be like me and the Josh it's gonna, Reynolds pick. Yeah, it's going to be him <laughs> and Raheem Mostert. That's yep. all it's going to be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Greg Dolce is going to be my uh, start of the week uh, for tight end going into week not eight. So. Should I ask uh, any flex? I do all? not. Still don't have a flex this year. It was going to be Damien Harris, but I don't know. It's, like, it's not worth it. Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, so. But who knows? Maybe Damien Harris will uh, make it worth it. I hope so. Yeah? Mm-hmm. He was actually spent a lot of fab money in our league. He was. Yeah. Not nearly as much as a... <laughs> but... Oh, well. Yeah. So, anything we missed before I, I guess the intro of this show? Outro. Outro, thank you. Part two? No. <laughs> uh, no, not that I can think of at the moment. I think that's pretty much everything I can think of. Um, oh, I guess I should do the ceremonial. Uh, if you've got Thursday night football players in your flex, take them out. Put them in their actual spots. Gives you a bit more wiggle room. You know what? I don't even know who's playing Thursday night. Oh, Ravens and Buccaneers. 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 Let's go. Obviously, you're not going to start Mike Andrews because he got you no points last yep. week. So obviously, no. you're going to bench uh, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you're not going to play Lamar. Nope. You're, you're gonna, I Lamar think, only got you 11. So honestly, I think this is your chance to sell high on Andrews. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> By extremely low on Brady because yeah. he's only doing better right now. Yeah. Extremely low. 12 points. Get that out of here. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I think that's about all I can think of. Everyone who's three and four, one and six, six, one, <laughs> whatever your record is. If you're low, cool, hang in there. You're, you'll do all right. Weird fact. So, do you want to know the game in a week? Hmm. So, obviously, we got, you know, the Ravens and Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah. And then we got the Bears and uh, Cowboys. And yeah, baby. We got the Cardinals and Vikings with, you know, Hopkins being back. Yep. Justin Jefferson. And then you got the good old 49ers versus the Rams. Mm. Supposed to be a good game. And then you got the Bengals and the Browns. A good game, right? And then you got the book. Then you got the Packers and, and Bills. You would think that would be a good game. Yeah. But no. Out of all those games, the game of the week is the Giants and the Seahawks. Oh. Well, the Giants are walking away with the win. Yeah. We but, already know that. But the Seahawks have been doing great, great recently, and the Giants are being great, and that's the game of the week. What? What? No, no. Uh, Dino Smith, Daniel Jones. Let's go, yeah. baby. Let's go. Walker versus Barkley. Let's go. <laughs> Robinson versus Lockett. Let's go. Yeah. It's uh, sad that Wandell Robinson is the competition on the other side of the ball. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so, anyways, going into week eight, good luck. Um, again, uh, if you, you definitely got to do those trades if you're going to win. You, all you got to do is make it to the sixth position to make it to the playoffs, and you're golden from there. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so if you guys want to keep with me and Jagger and FS Podcast in general, what you can do is go ahead and follow our social media accounts, our, social, our Instagram accounts, fancy.sports.podcast, Twitter is F underscore S underscore podcast. Go ahead and get both of those a follow and a like. And, again, no matter what kind of platform you listen to this podcast on, there's always a plus or follow button. So, okay, then click that so you guys can get a notification when we upload our next episode and um speaking of the platforms uh if you're listening on spotify or apple Podcasts, what you can do is write 
not right uh rate the show and if you're only listening on apple Podcasts, what you could do is uh, write a review for the show so i could do that go ahead and do that so we can do better for you guys in the next episode also if you guys got any questions go ahead and dm us tweet us also our email is in the description of the podcast in the description of the podcast uh so go ahead and do that um other than that i think i got it all did i miss anything uh-uh. all righty good luck going in week eight again uh jagger you got any inspiring words for these people inspiring uh, hang in there because i have kyle pitts so <laughs> i can at least equate to some of your pain you know <laughs> I was, uh, that was that was oh he knocked my headphones off yeah, of that. that's as much uh motivation as i can give you <laughs> if you've had kyle pitts and you're still holding on to him you've got some yeah something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all righty then so, good luck in going in week eight. See you guys all next week going in week nine.